Welcome to another episode of One Mic Night, the podcast that brings you story of artists and people on their journey, helping to guide, answer questions, and motivate you in life and the business. You already know who I am. It's Marco Luis, and I want to thank you for joining me for this episode. I'm really excited today, as I always am, but I'm very, very excited today because my guest today is going to help us with what we do on the podcast, which is wellness. My guest today is a Reiki practitioner. She's a spiritual coach, AKA a psychic medium. And she also calls herself a badass healer. She goes by the name of Nakia Tucker, my soul revelation. Please welcome her to the show. How you doing, Nakia? Hey, thank you. That's so fun. <laughs> <laughs> you like that? Oh yeah. I was like, you know what? Cause I was thinking about changing that um, in my like title. And I was like, no, just leave it. Like, do Just thing. leave it. Listen, I have questions. The first question is, who is Nakia Tucker? Um, okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, I am everything, but then nothing at the same time. So um, that goes back to spiritual consciousness. And what that means is I'm me, right? But it's like spirit and then becoming a soul and then a soul embodying in a person so you're everyone but then yourself at the same time and therefore you're no one because everybody's collective so um i've been doing spiritual healing work for about the past five years um and it all started from my grandmother having a stroke <laughs> mm. so and what happened was i was sitting there at bedside she was disabled and she couldn't move her whole body was like com she's completely immobilized so i was like there's no way in the world this can last like this. And that's when I heard um, in my, like, clear audience, to me, it was like this voice that just came in. It was like, oh, healing hands. And I was like, let me just look this up. <laughs> oh, wow. I, I want to hold, hold the story right there because I have questions about that. But I also want to know where you came from. Who are you? Like, what's the beginning of Nakia? We had a little so, conversation. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm gonna, two things. One, three things. One, we, we had a little conversation before we started this, and it was about names. So yeah. tell us a little bit about what you feel about names. And then how did you, where are you from? Where did you grow up? Okay. So I grew up here in Brooklyn. <laughs> so I grew up here in Brooklyn. Um, I went down to Florida for about three years, and I just came back to Brooklyn. Um, just recently, like literally 30 days ago, um, right before I met you, um, in regards to coming to do some deep, deep shadow work and to really kind of like put my business the way I want it, um, just as far as it just being fully streamed and just everything being online, as opposed to doing everything in person. Um, I've been doing work in person as well as um, online, but really just really focusing online and in person, which is expanding. Um, I have been doing the way how I've been doing this work it's like I've been focused on just the spiritual work so I call it being the spiritual closet um so recently asked yeah <laughs> <laughs> you said a spiritual closet I like that okay yeah because when you're when when you're in a spiritual community it's like it's kind of a closeted thing everybody kind of knows in the family I don't know if you have people in your family like that um but in my family um everybody kind of knew what was happening because when you're gifted like that other people in your family are gifted as well, but is anybody talking about it? No one's talking about it. So it's very quiet. Um, because Gifted in you know, terms of, you, you're meaning being able to channel mm -hmm. uh, like different energy. Seeing spirits, mm -hmm. um, hearing energy, seeing people that passed away, um, knowing when something is in the room, knowing what someone's thinking. Like, it's kind of like, 
it's very closet. No one says anything. So everybody's feeling the same thing in my family, but no one's saying that. Mm. <laughs> so, um, so that's what I mean by like spiritually closet, like the spiritual closet. Um, so for me, it's like my family is um the Tucker family. What I was telling you before we jumped on this call was when you asked me what my name was, it's like I wasn't even gonna mention my last name. And then I'm like, no, that's important because um my name is Nakia, so that's my soul destiny, according to the vowels and the letters and the consonants, right? And it shows, like, the essence of who you are, mm -hmm. um, soul-wise. And then your last name is the karma that you come in with at birth, as in the karma that you come in with, um, family stuff, family trauma, family this, things that you're supposed to help your family kind of work through, and things that you also experience in life. So the whole point is soul growth. Um, so you have to have the soul first. Oh, <laughs> and wow. then was really experienced so it comes with your family um so that's why when you asked i was like <laughs> interesting that's very interesting and yeah it makes sense it makes a lot of sense yeah so i noticed because my brother has it's really interesting because when i was born my mom and my father were married right but her maiden name was tucker and for some reason i got her maiden name <laughs> mm. and my brother father's um my father's last name but they were married so it was no reason as to why i didn't get her last name, which was his at the time. And it's because I noticed that my karma was to work through my family's karma on the Tucker side. And my brother's was to work through the karma on the Robert side. So it's like, you know, one kid belongs to one family um, karmically and the other kid belongs to the other family karmically, you know? <laughs> so, wow. So think about that's, that. You're, yeah. Whatever your last name is, think about your family. Which family do you resonate with the most and what karmic baggage or what struggles or challenges they've had or what luck they've had? What would you say about people who change their names in the midst of their lives unknowingly that that's what they're doing, like with the karma and with the... They're, they're literally divorced. They're, they're ending what we call soul contracts. So they're ending soul contracts um, and just adopt... Soul contracts? Oh my God. Let's go. Let's go. This is... Yeah, let's go. Let's oh, go. <laughs> See that energy? Yeah. It, it's, <laughs> I was going to tell you, like, ooh. <laughs> but no, so so that's been, so ever since I was younger, I was told, you're going to be a teacher. And I was like, oh, they don't make any money. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, I'm not. I've been told this by so many people, didn't know why, in a spiritual community, but no one would ever say um, why. They're like, oh, but you're going to be a spiritual teacher. I'm like, okay, I teach, like, um Hebrew to like the kids right but I'm like what do you mean spiritually I'm like well I guess that's maybe what they mean right mm. <laughs> and then I just recognized um once I really got into the work um just as far as like really just kind of like looking through it and finding all these um all these like parallel like um all these similarities to what I was dealing with um, I'm like, oh, you've been doing this for years. Oh, you've been doing this for years. Oh, you've been doing this unconsciously for years. Like this has just been always in your spiritual practice. And now you're reading about it and realizing that there's a method to the madness. You just thought you needed to do it to clear the room. <laughs> but there's a whole community behind this that, like I said, because when you're in like, when you don't go to metaphysical stores, when you're not um, mixing and mingling with people that's actually doing spiritual work, you don't really know why you're doing something. You're just naturally inclined to do so. So for me, it was like, all right, let's go. <laughs> how do you, how do you, I mean, how do you know to be in tune to something like that? How do you know what's the, what's the key for you? Like, how would you, how do you, how do you even know? Um, okay. So it's, 
it comes up this way for me. Um, it can come up one of two ways. When you're doing something, it might, even if it feels crazy, right? You're like, no one taught me how to do this. I'm just doing it. Like some people, um, let me give an example. <laughs> it's like sometimes you're in a room, right? And the mm -hmm. room is dark. And for some reason, you feel inclined because you feel, it almost feels like energy. Sometimes you pick up our energy, you're sitting in a room and you're by yourself. And then all of a sudden you feel like, it almost feels like a cover being placed over you or like like someone just coming really close to you. And your instant reaction is to turn on a light, right? right. <laughs> or to leave the room. The reason why you're doing that is because you're naturally inclined to know when energy is around you. So you can tell when a physical body is standing in a room with you versus um, someone who is just an energetic body that's also in the room because it's all energy. So um, the way how once you turn on that light, that's a natural inclination to remove that energy out the room just by flicking on the light. Because does, once light, there's no more darkness. <laughs> does everyone have that? Does everyone have that? Or are more people, some people more in tune to it than others? One has it, but um, you end up kind of ignoring it, shutting it off, or just pushing out of your life and not wanting anything to do with it. So um, I have people in my family that were just as inclined as me, but then they're able to sleep in the dark. I can't do it. Really? <laughs> I can't do it. No. <laughs> because the and, energy is there. Yeah. And for me, it's um, when you're when you're of like a light body. What happens is um, when you're of a light body, when you turn off the light, you're the only light in the room. So you have to think about it. It's almost like a lighthouse. You're the only light in the room. So that means any energy, any um, anything that wants to communicate can just easily just come and connect with you so easily because you're the only light source. So that's what I mean about like the mediumship part, which I was like, oh. <laughs> right. That's, that's interesting because I don't think a lot of people think of themselves as being a light in that metaphor. Yeah. They, you know, they I don't should. think the average person thinks of themselves as being a light. They should. <laughs> they they yeah. really should. Yeah. Like think about it. If anybody's a light, when you walk in a room, mm -hmm. people start coming toward you, start talking to you. Um, good people and some people that you don't really want to be around, like what they consider um, people that are, I wouldn't say dark souls, but people that are really up to no good for some mm -hmm. reason, gravitate toward you as well because they see something in you as in they see your light. And they just want to go by it. Look at it like moths to a flame, basically. Right. Okay. Right. So, yeah, sort of like the intuition too. You know, when you know someone's up to no good or you just get the the bad feeling in okay. the room, you know, you know that something's going to happen. So you get out. I've been in a situation like that on even on the train. Yeah. Not only, you know, you see someone and the energy is just not right. So you just get off and you go into the next car and then you find out later something happened in the car that you were in. Yeah, yeah, just just roll with it. Um, I'll tell you though, whatever you're that little voice in your head, and they say the little voice in your head, whatever mm -hmm. you hear, just go with it. You don't need to understand why. You don't need to um over like over utilize your logic and try to figure out why you're thinking that way. Because the more you're doing that, you're really just delaying the process. But naturally, your body, your intuition is picking up on things. It's just we're often taught to like second guess ourselves, and that's how we end up in these um situations. And then you say, oh, I. I saw that coming. <laughs> so I was like, no, so, you didn't. I, yeah, so, I, so we're thinking so, about it. We logically think about it, but we're not listening to the intuition and the energy in our bodies telling you, and even sometimes the physicality of it, telling you either to move away or like if it's bad energy, get away from that person, block that energy or whatever it needs, whatever it needs to be, right? 
Um, so I'll, I'll, a trick that I often tell people, because I'll get asked all the time, like, how do you know when someone's good for you and when they're bad for you? <laughs> Excuse me. Um, it's energy. So what you're going to notice is um, when you're talking to someone and they're a great person, you're going to feel it here in your chest <clears throat> because it's heart-centered. But if they're bad for you, you're going to feel it directly in your soul plexus and your stomach region. So it's going to feel like, like, you know, you get stomach cramps. That's what it feels like. Mm. Okay. How do we find a place where it's peaceful? Like what, what brings peace to us, you know, uh, maybe meditation or something like that? What do you? Okay. So I'm just going to let you know. Okay. Because I move a lot of energy for me, the more like when I'm channeling and moving information, it makes me like literally cough and choke. And it literally feels like my throat is being like squeezed. <laughs> really? So yeah, so whenever I'm doing any kind of like spiritual work, I tell people because you're moving a lot of energy, hydrate, hydrate, hydrate. Um, because you'll literally like for me, I'll feel it just like literally feeling like my throat is being closed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it manifests so, in the physical, yeah. I won't even be able to finish the conversation if we're talking and I'm talking about like energy work and um like spiritual work, like literally, it'll just start closing on me. Wow. So, I learned that from another um, medium. I was like, why does that happen? And she's like, yeah, because you're moving a lot of energy. So you have to like replenish the throat chakra because if not, it's going to start closing on you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You have a little something on um, SoundCloud that I listened to and it's definitely something. I'm going to put the link down in the bottom because I want everybody to hear this. But it is a, I guess, a meditation for you. And I think you call it back to center. Is that what you call it? Yeah. Tell us a little bit about that. Um, so <laughs> it's funny because I literally, um, I had, a, I was in Florida and I met with, um, my shaman, right? And she's like, uh, well, you know, they're kind of telling me that you're going to be into your spiritual work full, full time. You're not going to be doing another job. No more of that. And I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, are you, no, come on. And she's like, nope, you're saying it. <laughs> And I've been told this so many times, like, okay, um, when are you going to stop the the corporate, when are you going to stop that song and dance? And I'm like, oh, when I'm good and ready. <laughs> <laughs> and I literally had that conversation with her on a Thursday. And she's like, oh, they're also showing me that you're going to be recording your meditations. So I've been doing meditations, um, guided visual manifestation meditations um, with groups of folks um, in Florida for quite some time now. And it's all about cleansing and clearing the chakra body and then um, visualizing what it is that you're trying to manifest to bring it into your reality. So what you're doing is connecting your heart with your intention and um, the energy to culminate in like your reality. And I literally went and recorded that session the next day. <laughs> wow. Wow. I was in New York. Like, cause it was like the moment I accepted it and did that meditation, it was like everything started switching on me and I was like, okay, so I guess I'm supposed to go and finished building out the business in New York. <laughs> I want to tell you, because I was listening to it and it's one of those things that you listen to over and over again. And it's sort of helped me find that peaceful place. It helps me, like you said, with the intention. And now I'm starting to manifest more things, but you talk about some things in there and I, I don't know, like some terms like third eye, the chakra, which a lot of people who are listening today may not know what it is, but can you explain some of these things like the energy moving? And uh, I think you said something like the crown, uh, Okay, let's go. Come yeah, on. Let's, let's do it. What 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 would you say chakra is in the third eye? Okay, so your chakra 
or in chakra, however you want to pronounce it, mm -hmm. is chakra. Um, are your energy centers. So we have seven energy centers um, within our bodies. Um, and we also have a whole bunch of other energy centers as well outside of our bodies um, that hone in your energy, that hones in your power, but it's all associated with, um, I would say like with a sense, with a gift at the same time. So um, starting from your head, it's called the crown, the crown chakra. And that's how you connect with um, God, spirit, source, your higher self, Anything within the spiritual realm, um, which also includes your higher self, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> your big higher self. Um, which me, being, me being the light. Yes. That's <laughs> true. Notice whenever anybody yeah. closes their eyes, um, the way how I start the meditation was you automatically take your attention 300 feet above. Mm. And that's the ethereal plane. That's like where all spirit forms tend to hang out and dwell. So that's why when you close your eyes, you tend to kind of always think about the area above you. It's natural. So that's why I said you're intuitively inclined to do something natural and connect spiritually, whether you know it or not, <laughs> whether you realize why you're doing it or not. Like everybody, when they close their eyes and pray, they right. typically go with it. So We're going higher. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and regardless as to whatever you call it, God, uh, Allah, uh, you know, chicken salad, you know, whatever your energy, higher being creative force is. Yeah. Whatever. You know. So it's funny because I was raised Jewish, right? Mm -hmm. Get into that later. I was raised Jewish and I don't know anything. Like literally the way how Jewish people are um, raised, they kind of don't know anything about any other religions. Like I would say we're the most, we're the most unlearned people um, in terms of knowing other religions because it's so fixated on just like um, Jewish law and order and a Torah and back and forth. So if you ask me like, years ago any questions about anybody else's like what they believed like what their books were i'm like i don't know i can tell you what the name of the book is but i can't tell you anything that's in the book i can't right. tell you interesting when i was doing spiritual work on people um i would just see like this god just kind of come in and i'm like okay i don't know the name of this person but i'm just going to tell you what they look like and i'm um, working with like i was working with someone and then um ice just popped down and she's like this golden winged goddess with like this whole thing happening. I was like, um, so there's like a woman <laughs> who dropped up <laughs> wings. So she goes, oh yeah, you mean this? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, okay, who is that? Like, so I've been seeing different energy according to who you ascribe to. So whatever you believe is your energy is extended and connected to whatever you believe. So however you connect to that one source appears in that form. So that's why... When people are like, oh, my religion's better than yours, that's, yes, that's bullshit. Because right. yeah. it exists, and it's all true for every single person, because it all goes back to one source. It's like, all goes back to one source. It is, and I have to agree with you fully. Now, see, I, I was born, uh, brought up in a, a Baptist household, right? But my grandmother used to babysit for Jewish family. So I'm very familiar with the Jewish religion. A lot of my friends are uh, Buddhist, uh, Muslim. But I wasn't baptized Christian. My mother allowed me to choose what I wanted to choose. So there within, when I'm growing up, I choose to be called the high energy, everything and nothing at the same time. You can call it God. Like I said, I was joking, but you can call it chicken salad. You can call it whatever you want to, but it's an energy that's responsible for everything. So that for me is God. That's the creation. It's not one person. It's everything and nothing at the same time. It's every color. It's every shape. It's everything for me. 
Yeah, that's why when you ask me, I'm like, I'm everything and nothing at the same time. Exactly. Um, so I'll take it back to the Bible just for, because this is the only way, because how I had to rationalize it myself was mm -hmm. like, Bible, you actually see like the clues and all the information is there, but they just don't say it plainly. So um, in Leviticus, right? Mm -hmm. uh, like, and it's like God created, God created the heavens and earth, but then he created man. But they said, let us create man in our image. So they're like, let us create men in our image. Like, what is that? So what is that? Um, angels, right? But let us create them in our image. And it was like, okay, so he created man. And they said, okay. And then now he formed a body. So, and then he formed a body. So you have to think about that. So what is God? It's just spirit. <laughs> right, exactly. Consciousness. And our image are the angels, the different elementals that are actually within that etheric realm. So when they create your soul, it's your personality. It's the good, the bad, the anger, the lust, the love, the passion, the, the everything that makes you you in your head before it comes into a body. Right. That's, so when they say, like, if you create something, <laughs> right. you're also connected with that as well. So that's why I said the God is in me and the God is in you. So I'm like everything and nothing at the same time because we're all connected. Absolutely. And then for me, you know, I have questions because I wasn't there when the Bible was written. I don't know who wrote the Bible. It's been translated in many languages. Some things have been omitted. Some things have been put in. You know, I'm, I need proof. And I'm not, I don't doubt that there were people who came who were prophets and things like that speaking, you know, and maybe I, the energy was with them and they did some fantastic things. I don't doubt that, but I have questions. I have questions. So I, <laughs> I got a lot of questions. All right. So a lot of times I always say, go with them, right? So there's, um, if you ever sit in meditation, mm -hmm. you can you can ask a question to yourself, to your spiritual team, whoever that is, your ancestors, um, and just ask a question for clarification. And when you're in quiet, like no phone, everything's turned off, and you just sit, they call like resting in your power, you'd be surprised just like the calm and the information that comes to you. And that's just your, um, that's your way of connecting. And that's the information that you get. Sometimes it's a word, sometimes it's a song. It comes to you in whatever form that you're so, whatever you're receptive to. And come to you on like some random quote that you hear or you see or someone just says something to you on somebody's back. Like it's whatever you need and what you're going to pay attention to. So some people come to them in numbers. Like, okay. <laughs> like, all right. Should we, should we do that? I mean, how often should we do that? That's, that's something that's important. That brings clarity to life. Why wouldn't we do that? Who doesn't do that? And should they? <laughs> I say you should spend some time like meditating but you should also spend some time in the physical world because there's things happening. I can I can meditate like for a lot of hours. Right. <laughs> but then out on life, like the whole point is to really just truly have so who who doesn't meditate? I mean, we should all meditate. Um, well, I'll tell you, I didn't meditate ever. Um, I didn't meditate ever, um, ever. <laughs> You're so busy. So being from New York, I kind of was always on the go, on the go, on the go, on the go. You're always doing something. You're always somewhere. It's like the city that never sleeps and neither do you. So, um, and now they've in introduced the phones, which I love phones and reels. They're entertaining, but you go in that scroll hole and you literally spend hours. You said scroll <laughs> hole. That's exactly what it is. The rabbit yeah. hole. Yeah. <laughs> and you're just doing this. Like, right. So, yeah. 
whole. You get so consumed <laughs> by it, yeah, by all that. Yeah, and it's, and is it bringing you value? <laughs> no, if anything, it's always making you look outside, right? Mm -hmm. So the things that um, by meditating, you're always going within. So the reason why people are always looking outside is because they're trying to figure out what the next person is doing or what they should be doing or what they what their stuff should look like, and that takes you everywhere else, but not here. So you end up being scattered. So um, for me, the meditation was big because after a while, the distractions became like overwhelming, <laughs> yeah. and and then you pulled in like other things that kind of like like to stop being so distracted and overwhelmed. Like I would just kind of just keep on going till I couldn't go anymore. Like I'm talking about like going out until like three, four o'clock in the morning, going to sleep and just waking up. And then as soon as you wake up, you're running. Yeah. On thing for sure. Um, so I just feel like the meditation has helped me a lot, and I think anybody who doesn't meditate, they should, because it brings so much clarity. And just so much peace above anything else. It brings an inner peace that allows you not to be so reactive. Right. Um, Groundedness. Peace, groundedness. Yeah. Yeah. Because when you react, you're giving people your energy. So mm -hmm. I say, look at all of your energy like the Mario Brothers. <laughs> you know when you hit them, like all the points go bing, bing, bing. Right. Oh. Yeah. That's a <laughs> so good analogy. Energy is being that. Every time when someone, and what I mean is talking to people, hanging out with people, that's great. People that are on the same page as you, people that mean you well, that's great. That's amazing. But when like you're pulling up to the gas station and someone's like <laughs> cleaning out their car instead of like moving out the out the pump, don't even waste your time arguing with them. Right. They have something happening here. That's not even about you. They have something else that's going on. Just pull around because the moment you even get into an argument, an altercation with someone, you're just giving them your energy. You're really just giving them your power. And meditation brings it back to center. That's why I called it back to center. It's mm. by pulling in all your energy and bringing it back here and literally pulling it through all the chakra bodies. So I know you were asking about the chakra bodies. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That kind of like, it's like a pivot. <laughs> and you brought <laughs> but, it home with that. <laughs> yeah. So the crown is first. Mm -hmm. uh, you want me to go through all the chakras? Yeah, sure. So you tell you about the. The, the fun ones. They're all fun. <laughs> so that's how you connect. So it's called the crown chakra because it's at the very top of your head. So it's easy to remember that one. Um, that's how you connect to spirit, source, God, your angels, your ancestors, whoever you connect to, it's there. Um, your third eye chakra, we call that your um, third eye or your um, like clairvoyance is how you see. So how you, in, like when you're thinking about like the movie you're going to watch or the concert you're going to go to, or you just going to the store, when you think about that, you probably think about a mental picture. That's your third eye. Mm. So if you think about like work, like, ah, oh, I really don't want to go there today because it's going to go crazy. That's you projecting like a projector, <laughs> your reality. And when you work to work, uh, when you when you go to work, all of a sudden when you show up, that environment is exactly how you picture it. Why? <laughs> that's <laughs> your third eye. Go, okay. Yeah. All right. So we need to focus that third eye to make it something positive instead of projecting all the bad things and bad energy that's going to happen around you. Just focus on what you want, because that's mm -hmm. what you're going to see more of. Um, so it's like a lens, right? And then you have your throat chakra, which is really your, it's how you receive and perceive information um, that's coming to you um, verbally. So it's um, through your ears and your throat and your mouth. Like it's this whole region here. Um, that's why I was saying whenever I'm speaking and we're talking about um like energy work and back and forth because I'm using my throat chakra a lot. That's mm -hmm. why it'll start clouding up. So, mm. 
So that's how you also hear things. So when I'm saying like how you receive information, how you give out um, communication to people, that's your throat chakra. Um, and then you have your heart chakra, which everybody knows that one. <laughs> love, compassion, um, empathy. That's also how you give it as well to others. Um, and then that's that's funny because that's the bridge. That's the bridge between these are considered your um your spiritual um chakras, right? And okay. then the heart is the bridge between that one and your physical. So yeah, so the heart you, is like how you feel. Gotcha. Okay. <laughs> right. That's why I said if you're talking to someone and they're really really good for you, you'll feel like like a bubbliness in your heart. It'll feel like either soda or like some like high lift. You'll feel it kind of like circulating here. You'll feel your heart like tickling a little bit. Okay. All <laughs> right. You know, in alignment with you like it's heart centered right right um then you have your solar plexus which is right here it's um at your sternum like right here at your sternum like where you say when you get punched somebody it's like literally here in the mm -hmm. solar plexus um so that's your power center that's your i am that's how you identify yourself in this world so i am strong i am powerful i'm all like anything that you say that i am energy i am that i am right you are say you are so that's there um so if you feel that area draining like it's being pulled and you start to like kind of hunch down. That means that your um your power center is being drained. That's where you give out your energy actually. Um, so if you feel that pull, mm -hmm. um, where you're like, oh, your stomach starts hurting when you're talking to someone, get away from them. Get away from them. <laughs> what yeah. do we? I mean, what do we do? I mean, I think this maybe goes back to what you were saying, the meditation. What do we do to to recharge ourselves? What do we do to you know keep those like if you feel like you're drained and you're you know, just life in general. Yeah. Um, I say first thing you want to do, if you feel that drain, mm -hmm. remove yourself from the situation as quickly as possible. Like, and removing yourself is literally just creating a boundary, whether that's a verbal boundary. Like if you're with loved ones or you're in your house, you can't just leave. Right. <laughs> you can, <laughs> you can but <laughs> you can't. <laughs> you don't have a lot when you come back. <laughs> <laughs> so you can't leave so what you do is just assert a boundary like hey i'm not really interested in talking about that right now or that's not making me feel very comfortable um so can we just please have this conversation another day there's always a diplomatic way of asserting a boundary and once you do that your boundary is up you also honored your own integrity and how you feel about things so then you'll feel that energy just start to lift you won't feel drained anymore um and that's for people that live with people come in contact with people when you're on a train and you're next to like people <laughs> and you can't like get away from people just assert your boundaries um and it protects your power center um gotcha. yeah and then, and then you, you can also like we just talked about go into that space say if you're on the train you go into that space for yourself where you're meditating and you're creating your own you know energy boundaries mm -hmm. i've had to do that at my job there's no not no secret that i have a nine to five job i've had to do that at my job to preserve myself you know, because I feel the energy sometimes of people. Mm -hmm. So I've had to, like, I, I'm going to be, I'm going to keep 100. I actually had to put a physical boundary around myself, like turn around yeah. in circles, close my eyes and yeah. put up a boundary to know that I'm protected and be able to, I guess. You might, yeah. 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 Sorry, that, that's, so see, that's, that's you just, that's your intuition. That's you being inclined to do that, right? You have to put a physical boundary. Um, I, I'll tell you a trick of what you can do. Mm -hmm. What you do is literally see yourself, whether you have to close your eyes, even for a moment, being covered by a white light mm -hmm. or any color that you like. Like, what's your favorite color, blue? <laughs> uh, actually, no, gray is my favorite color. So gray, right? Yeah. So is see yourself being covered by that gray light, right? And just see yourself literally being wrapped by that because that's your protection source. And then just 
what you're going to do your intention is that you're only allowing energy that is of identical match and that is loving to you to penetrate through your protective boundary. And then when you do that, walk back out and you'll notice that that person who was acting all cranky either is ignoring you, um, saying less to you, and they kind of got the message. Like, because people pick up our energy um, consciously and unconsciously as well. Once you put up your boundary, people tend to move away <laughs> right. or to stop bothering you. They kind of get the hit. So once you do it, they're like, okay, they got it. Even if they do it unconsciously, like they don't know that you did it. They just can feel it. And they're no longer even interested in like penetrating your world at that point. Try it. Beautiful. I love that. I'm definitely going to try that. I mean, you know, I think a lot of times too, we, you know, we talk about vibrations and you can pick on pick up on people's vibrations when they walk in the room. Um, And I think a lot of times, you know, I'm not... I sometimes uh, you might have a vi- high vibration and that's what they're, you know, like trying yeah. to figure out for themselves. So they get, they push up against it and then you have to protect yourself and figure out a way to, you know, navigate through that whole situation. So yeah, I think that's, that's a lot of times that's what it is. They see your light and that's in your light. Like most people are like, like most people and also animals, I was going to say animals, insects, they're curious of your light. So yes. um, they'll come up next to you like if like bees. Oh God! <laughs> Is it when you're a high vibe person? Bees are attracted to you, like ink. Like they always come to check you out. Mm. And I always admit that they were trying to sting me, so I would run. <laughs> and then they would take off behind me, and they're like, they're not trying to sting you. But I'm like, but why? If I'm standing here, because they know you're the queen bee. That's right. <laughs> they're trying to <laughs> protect you. <laughs> I was like, oh my God! <laughs> I need a yeah. net. Like a hat with a net. Right. So, um, but that's your high vibe. So you walk into that room and you own it. Yes. And just understand, once you assert your boundary, they can't bother you anymore. If anything, um, just see it as a shield. Like literally see that gray around you as a shield. And it'll make you feel better. It'll also allow that energy to move away from you. Beautiful. Um, and that goes for everything and everyone. You know? Like everyone. I want to talk about a couple of things on your social media. So you guys, I'm going to put the link for the social, her social media down in the uh, notes of the episode. I want you to check out her social media because it's inspiring. It's beautiful. It's everything you need to take a look. Um, You have a couple of, you have a couple of little sayings on there and you're doing a challenge, which I think is incredible too. So let's talk about both. So first I'm going to hit you with this one on your social media. You got a little, you got a, uh, thing there that says sometimes we need to hear the inner voice mm-hmm. what does that inner voice do for us um the inner voice is your guidance that's your guidance um whether that's you um again your angels because angels are with us every day um whether we like angels are with you and once you ask for their help they're there um but that's your ancestors that's previous people that you've known that passed away that's previous people that um sign up to be your um your guardian angels that like the neighbor that passed away down the block that just saw you Ooh. and didn't like come in contact with you, but then they sign up. That's what they call your soul family to kind of watch out for you and protect my you. soul family. Yes. My soul yeah, family. So, yeah. Inner self, right? Right. It, it, that's when you hear the inner voice. So you'll hear your voice. And then also when you hear another voice and it sounds like another voice outside of you, that's typically um, your soul family and your guardian angels just coming in. Um, and, and that's what you'll hear. So if you ever get really, really quiet, I always say, just ask a question and that, um, the voice that comes to you is always, that's your guidance right there. Like we don't even, it can be a word, it can be a song, 
It could be um, a quote. You'll sometimes you'll just see a word in your mind's eye. Like you literally see like um, the other the other word for me the other day was focused. <laughs> focused. And I'm like, all right, fine, okay. <laughs> okay. Like, all right. Or or the song on um, practice what you preach when I woke up in the morning. Mm -hmm. um, practice what you yeah. preach. Right? And it's because the 369 um, method, I was telling everyone to do it during the challenge, but it was like, I needed to make sure I was doing it in the morning, which I've been doing. But in the morning, when I woke up um, after my meditation, I just heard that song. I'm like, okay, you guys, I know. But <laughs> 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 let me break out this book right now. <laughs> you know? Um, so, so that's why it's so fun to me because I'm really just kind of telling you the things that I've learned and the things that worked for me and also that worked for other people as a proven method. Um, to be able to get what they want. You know? Right. Another one you have up there is talk less and listen more. That's always a good one. Yeah. <laughs> That's probably the best one. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Because you can, I would say you have two ears and one mouth. So you can talk, you can listen two times better than you can actually talk. So you're not going to receive information. You're not going to receive guidance if you're always running your mouth. You have to be quiet. Got to listen. Got to yeah. listen. Yeah. Learning. That's Tell us about the challenge you have. You're manifesting some things. So that's, yeah, the 21 day um, manifest your reality challenge is literally where we are pulling upon all the different things I've learned about manifestation that I try. Believe me, I've tried it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm that logical be like, I'm very intuitive, but for me, it was like, no, I have to see it. I have to see it. I have, it has to be in physical form for me. Um, and that's when I told you I was like blocking everything out. Right. Um, and this is bringing you back to center to where you are allowed to dream and desire the things that you want to bring them into your reality. Um, so the way how we're doing this is like, literally I'm just telling you tips and tricks and things that you can do daily practices to be able to bring your manifestations closer to you and therefore show up in your reality. Um, and this is like, it's a spiritual teach to where, it's a spiritual teaching to where you can literally have whatever you want. You just have to decide what that is <laughs> and then want it and not doubt it. So um, your every day, you probably, there's things that you want and we manifest things all the time. It's just that you're not really recognizing that you're manifesting it. It's just, you think that like, oh, I'm just having a really great day today. <laughs> like, right. yeah, or you're like, it's going to be terrible. And guess what? Typically, <laughs> the day is terrible. You're like, right. damn, this is the worst day of my life. It's like, well, you said that in the morning. <laughs> so and that was your intention. With the yeah. manifestation, would you say it's sort of like a having your intention or having your goal and then you're subconsciously working towards that you know whether you know it or not i mean it's it's just still working towards that goal no it's a little it's a little different mm -hmm. it's like it's not using the physical it's using the spiritual and allowing the spiritual side to bring all these desires that you want in your physical reality without you placing effort the effort is your intention and what mm -hmm. you're paying the inspired action is what I would say is your physical reality that's culminating. Um, that comes out, right? But specifically, um, it's all about like bringing in the spiritual aspect of everything, bringing in your attention and energy into what you want <laughs> so it can show up. So, um, and it's not working too hard for it because we always think that everything implies work, right? But that's just what we've been taught. Everything doesn't require work. It requires inspired action and guidance. So if you are, when you say subconscious, mm -hmm. your subconscious is your higher self. I just use the word subconscious because it makes people feel better. <laughs> <laughs> like for those that are not really, really religious, 
they have like everybody is spiritual like you're in your uh spiritual being or an infinite being inside of a physical body so you're always connected to spirit source whether you call upon it whether you look upon it when you call within you're also calling upon spirit and source because it lives within you um so it's really just about using that here mm -hmm. to show you all the wonders that it can bring into your life um yeah so Got it. Which day are you on? <laughs> <laughs> that's what I was saying. I was. That's my next question. If we haven't started it, can we go back to your social media and start from day one and then work forward? Do you oh, have okay. them all posted or what can we? Uh, oh, let's see. I, let's see. Day one. Because, <laughs> you know, okay. So I'm going to tell you. So the funny ha 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 joke is I was sitting um, with myself and saying, you know what? What do you want to do? As a manifestation coach, what do you want to do? I'm like, you know what? I want to create. I want to create something that I could do, something that I would do. And I'm not a person who manifests for a long time. I don't have time for that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I'm like, all my manifestations show up for me when I need them, when I want them, immediately. Like gotcha. that's my intention. Like because I have no patience. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that's my intention. So I was like, okay, for a person like me, could they deal with like a 30 day manifestation, like? program I'm like nope <laughs> could, could I deal with anything longer than like 60 days of like nope I'm like what do you want I'm like 21 I'm like because 21 are emanations of 777 which is like um the number of luck and bringing heaven to earth which is bringing the spiritual realm down to the physical realm so mm. it's like as above so below so I was like okay 777 we're doing that <laughs> okay that's good and I think I think we need we need an ebook or something too, so we can get a copy of this. So what I did was, as I'm creating it, I'm literally going through all the different practices that I do, mm -hmm. um, and just picking one out from one day to the next. Or what's happening to me is I'm actually channeling in the morning, to where I'm like, okay, what are you doing tomorrow? I swear to God, it's like this. What are you doing tomorrow? I'm like, eh, eh, all right. <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> we're gonna go, and I'm gonna channel and see what's the message for the day what's the thing for the day like what's the message for today according to how my guides are guiding me and i allow them to come in with the message for the day like they'll literally just show me like okay the 369 method right. i was like okay, when are you gonna do that and they're like the six <laughs> it's like okay got it <laughs> oh wow and that's so it's like i'm literally just like if, not even winging it i'm literally just allowing myself to be guided by my inner um higher being mm -hmm. and my team to let me know what what's going to make the most um, sense for all the people that are actually doing it and for the people that are looking at it now and the people that are going to do it in the future. Um, so what's most inspiring, what has them still tuned in and tapped in. So you can't really just like write that straight on through. You have to feel the energy. Feel so the today, energy. I was like, today is a rest day. Um, and the reason why today is a rest day, and I haven't posted it yet, was because um, when you're like, making all these things and coming up with energy, if you focus, 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 focus on it, and then you like kind of squeeze it, um, what you're doing is pretty much telling the universe that you don't trust the process and you have to see it now or it's never gonna happen. So what you do is release. So everybody goes to the gym, right? They have to have a rest day. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> you're literally gonna strain a muscle. So it's really nice about, it's not even, it's rest and release. And what you're doing is you're allowing that. The, all the energy that you've been culminating for the past seven days mm -hmm. to go out into the ethers to allow it to come back and show up to you. But if you keep on creating, how is it going to ever come back to you? It doesn't. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's a yeah, that's a good way to think of it. I never thought about that. So yeah. Yeah. So 
So stay one. <laughs> Interesting. Um, I wish you would have said that. I would have like literally wrote it down uh, and just made sure I remembered the days. Can I remember all of them? I have them. It's in the phone, but I don't want to like, I don't want to jump off. Let me see if you can see. Yeah, see that's my okay. Head. I mean, I think maybe, um, I mean, that I might be something good for you to do, like do a quick little ebook because that's certainly something we would, we would as listeners that's, and we'd want to do. That's, so do I, I told you I've created it, be able to create the actual workbook gotcha. um, for coaching program. So therefore, and then I'm going to also build it out with more information um, with background information for people that have never done this kind of work before to make it kind of really easy right. and make it like beginner proof. That's what we need. That's exactly what, that's what I need. That's what he needs right here. Well, you have something. Very spiritual. Very <laughs> am, I, am I what? <laughs> very spiritual. You seem I very am. Spiritual. I am. I'm pretty in tune a lot of things. Yeah. Um, you have something else coming up soon? Or are you just working on the challenge right now? I know your website um, is in process. Yeah. So the website is in process for the intuitive reading. So my intuitive okay. coaching sessions are the 30 minute and hour sessions in which I literally connect with just you and your energy and also with healing messages are coming across from a team about things that you either things that you want, things that you're working on, um, different healing messages coming about like different karmic shadow work that you need to do. Um, it's, it's really like an open session, right? Um, and then that's happening with the website. So that's why I'm building the website. Right? And right now I'm doing a fall equinox um, spiritual event. It's in Florida. So because my a lot of um, the people that work with me are physically in Florida. I'm doing in Florida on the 23rd of September, um, which is nice. <laughs> and then I'm doing like retreats and coaching and different things like that, like actually within um, a venue as mm -hmm. opposed to just online. So um, more to come. I'm just literally like cooking and brewing. And like, that's why I said I came to New York to wake and bake, like literally wake there up you and go. focus. That's what I can I say. like that. Okay. I like it. <laughs> Listen, this has been an incredible experience for me. I'm so glad to meet you and finally talk to you about what you do. Um, tell everybody how we can get in touch with you and how we can follow you on social media and learn and find out more what, about what you do. Yeah, so beautiful. So right now you can follow me on Instagram underneath my soul revelation. Um, it's just me with like the woman with the silks on. That's me. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm also creating a website, which is um, www.mysoulrevelation.com. Right. So that's where I'll be. And then I'll be in like popping up in different places. Um, just like but here mainly right now is Florida and New York. And then I'm going over to um, California within the next couple of months. So it'll be nice. I love um, that. So everyone, please make sure you follow her, follow her, my soul revelation. Her name is Nakia. You know what her last name is? Yeah, you know about Yeah, go ahead. Go. I have one thing. Yeah. Um, because I'm in Brooklyn, I actually opened up um, where I'm doing the sound bowl um, healing meditations, as well as Reiki, um, Reiki practitionership, where I, I can tell you the practice, like the messages that your guys are giving me here mm -hmm. at Green Moments. It's in Brooklyn. Um, Green Moments is at 315 Green Avenue. I'll be doing that there where I'll have in-person sessions of sound bowl healing with the crystal bowls and like other sound instruments, as well as um, doing Reiki. It'll be fun. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I might have to take you up on that. We got it because I got to know more about Reiki anyway. <laughs> yep. Okay. So please, everyone, make sure you follow her. Find out more information about that. Yeah. Nakia, my soul revelation, Reiki practitioner, <laughs> practitioner, I'm sorry, spiritual coach, badass healer. She just shared her story with us. Make sure you follow her. Follow me at Marcos Luis, M-A-R-C-O-S-L-U-I-S. -S. 
Make sure you check out my store, Azule's EN. Get your elements of healing. Also find the One Mic Night merch. You already know what it is. There's the mug. <laughs> nice. <laughs> That's really nice. That's so pretty. Thank okay. you. New t-shirts are available now. The link will be in there and the link for Nakia will also be there. Thank you guys for all following me and listening to me for 17 years at One Mike Night. This is the podcast. We'll see you next time. One Mike Night podcast with Marcos Luis. Bye. Bye. <laughs>